Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secondary Heroes Podcast. This week, we're continuing our watch of WandaVision. It's episode five on a very special episode. This is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey, guys, it's Prague. Ladies and gentlemen, I finally got to shave off this playoff beard because my team won that big bowl game, the Super Bowl. I didn't know if we can or cannot say that, but this is DeLorean Wolfgang. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> it is trademarked. Who knows? You know what? I'm doubting the NFL is going to come after little fellas like us. So Without oh, direct that'd be great. explicit <laughs> consent yep. of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's that yeah, long thing? Let's put a disclaimer <laughs> on our thing. Yes. They have a good disclaimer commercial every time. So ah, whatever, yeah. though. Hey, we won Title Town USA, baby. Your team won the big game, is what you can say. That's what you're I'll legally say. allowed to say. Yes, the go. superb owl. The superb owl. That's what they want. <laughs> Indeed. Shout out to <laughs> That's Sully. what they want. So it feels good. It feels really good right now. But we are not here to talk sports. What are we you here to talk about, boys? You know what else feels good? People <laughs> who what? aren't sports fans, and they get to watch something amazing come to life right before their eyes. Oh. If you're talking about WandaVision, yes, and that's my spoiler free <laughs> review. Oh my god. Nice. Wow. Wow, very nice spoiler free review. Wow. Uh, Prague, why don't you go next? Um, how do you follow that up? Uh, this was my, uh, once again, like I said, you know, week after week here, this is my favorite episode so far. Um, this is kind of like. The way that this episode was presented is kind of what I always wanted out of anything live action comic book, if that kind of makes sense. Like when I was when I read comics, it was never about like the big battle fights between, you know, Superman and Batman and those guys. And um, I kind of like the smaller stories and the ones that kind of affect everybody. And they're kind of a little more weird and fun like that. So I really, really dug this episode. Well, friends, um, I didn't like it. Shock. I figured what? as much. <laughs> I did not like it. There was there was nothing to it that really made me. I didn't like I didn't like the whole baby thing. I didn't I just didn't like it. Like there was nothing about the episode that was entertaining. There was nothing about the episode that really caught me that really like sunk me back into it like episode four was super cool and i get that episode five they tried to intertwine it and mix that in like like i asked for i asked for this i asked for this exact episode it's what you get and i didn't like like it it. again i think i i i think it just i think it's wanda and i think it's vision i don't care like that's yeah, a weird that's thing. A, that's like fair. I, I okay. want to, I want to care. I want to care so bad. I I watch it every week. Today I watched it twice because I wanted to care, Aww. and I just couldn't. I couldn't care. So you know how 
we usually me and Prague hate something and you like to go in and <laughs> weird. You hate it. I feel like it's I feel like this is gonna be the inverse. I, I got this. <laughs> right. That's so weird. It's like you're, you're switching places. Like it's like Freaky Friday. <laughs> wow. I don't I let's just say I'm very uh I'm very persuade persuaded into liking stuff. So maybe you guys okay. will have me here. But well, it's funny that you mentioned the baby thing, because I was I was listening to the baby's cry. I'm like, I wonder if he's gonna hate this episode because of this. Well, and that's and... the thing. I was watching that episode right before we we recorded. So it was right before my my daughter's bedtime. So she's right. sitting in my arm, just sitting there drinking her bottle. And that and first like 15 minutes of the show was just two babies wailing. Yeah. And I'm looking at my kid going and like, oh, God, don't start. Don't, don't start. take notes. <laughs> right. Don't take notes here. This is not what we need from you. <laughs> and the cool thing is my, my she wasn't affected by the baby crying, which is great. So mm. at the same. Uh, I, sure. Sure. Of course. It, it didn't have anything to really do with the babies, though, that made me not like it. I, I don't know. There was. We'll, we'll get into it, though. We'll get, we'll get into, into it. it. Let's do it. Scene by, scene by scene. Spoiler free. You'll know. Yeah. Right. So Very that's nice. our spoiler free section. But before we get there. For our that's spoiler right. Section. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Before we get into our spoilers, uh, make sure you guys go over to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Make sure to search at Secondary Heroes and subscribe, follow, like, all that BS. Hey, retweet because we want people to see us and it feels good. It feels good to see those retweets. Feels good, man. <laughs> um, and we, Hey, we want to hear your opinions as well. Uh, also make sure you go over to iTunes and leave a review for us because that way more people can actually see us, hear us. And I don't know, share, share the love, share the love. Let's do it. Anyways, so that's your social media bit. And Did so I now, miss something? I feel like I missed something. Oh, yeah. All this is free for you, and it's priceless oh, yeah. to us. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. And so now it's time for our spoiler-heavy section. Again, we did our spoiler-free. Prague and I like it. Alex does not. And so now, spoiler-heavy, we're going to go scene-by-scene analysis to dissect <clears throat> what the creators are actually doing, how this fits into the whole MCU, how it establishes connections with the Marvel comics from the past, and just everything all at once. So, with oh, that, baby. episode five is back into the 80s. So, we get an 80s music intro, and now, like Prague mentioned at the start, we're caring for babies. There's an all-new house. Every single decade, they've gotten a new house. Interestingly enough, if you are a fan of like HGTV or anything, you know that houses built in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s do not have open floor plans, but TV sets do. So this is very interesting house design just from I've been watching all these like house hunters and like property brothers and all that kind of stuff. So I'm looking at the house. Right. Yeah, TV houses are very different than real houses. It's interesting. Especially I love then. that you like zeroed in on that because that is one thing that I, I keep looking at episode by episode is I love looking at the new set design and how they've changed it. Yeah. Uh, like, for instance, the wood in the kitchen, like how they have like those wooden bars in the kitchen. It's it's silly, but it's very 80s. And for this being an 80s episode, I actually was expecting to really, really enjoy this because it's the 80s and I love the 80s. Anyways, it. Yeah, it, the house was oh, the right. most 80s bit that I liked about the whole thing. <laughs> and, yeah, I definitely and the, had 
the the but, growing pains intro that's what yes. i liked so it had the it had a bit of a growing pains family ties full house look to the house yes like it kind of meshed those three together including the intro so that was kind of fun um yeah like well, the whole weird stained glass thing from full house plus the stairs and you kind of had the motif of family ties so it was fun well and when i was watching i was uh the the, the the very intro was just the wide shot of the house, like the establishing shot of the yes, house. Yes, the establishing and shot. Every single 80s show does that. and With the that, music cue over, yes. Yes, like the nice, like, jingle right before they yep. get into that. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm set up. I am ready for some 80s action. <laughs> and then the Let's baby's crying. You're like, nope. And he noped right out of the episode. And then the baby's Aww. All right, so in comes uh, Elizabeth Olsen. It's interesting, though, because with that, yeah, well, that whole 80s idea, just with the full house mentioned, you have Elizabeth Olsen had the frizzy hair, and she looked the most like Mary Kate and Ashley that I've ever seen her in her entire life. It was really funny. It was kind of (laughs) creepy in a way. I'm so glad that I don't see that connection. (laughs) I don't see that connection at all. This episode I did, I want to say. This is probably the first time I did, too. Yeah, but I think I almost important. need to remind myself that she's that a she sister is. of them. You don't have to. Yeah, I know, because then that's going to take me even farther out of the episodes. Sure. There you go. <laughs> but she comes in and her hair's all frazzled and uh, babies crazy. are crying. Babies are crying. But I don't think her hair's frazzled just because of the babies. I think, as we find out in this episode, that she is handling a lot right now because she's having to control so many people. That she is going a little cuckoo, and I think it's starting to show a little bit. So. I'm really glad that you said that because I've found that as as a new dad of a five month old, um, I I found I don't know if maybe I'm lucky or not, but me and my wife we actually get sick of the tropes that shows do where the mother is always frazzled and the hair is messed up and she's got clothes that are just spit up everywhere and she, right and yeah stuff and, she just, about, right. and to be honest with you like i said maybe it's just me but we don't find that to be a part of you know this this thing like this thing of parenthood like yeah i know that there's times where it happens but like i don't know i think the trope is old and tired and it's not fun right no and that that's the whole idea of it being a sitcom you know sitcoms aren't based in reality much at all you right. know, it's kind of like the over the top uh, you know view of life is what it is of course so, yeah and yeah. i like i actually like that um you actually uh, you broadened it more because she is she's handling a lot more people than just two babies yeah and i like that yeah and probably the biggest person that she's handling in this entire episode is her husband vision yeah (laughs) the big baby in the room (laughs) surprise music cues that's what i actually (laughs) thought you were doing i thought you were pulling up a music cue (laughs) (laughs) if only i was that skilled (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah. i mean through go ahead so through well yeah go ahead you go ahead yeah so vision he's uh it's really interesting at the open because he's on fire in terms of jokes. Like he has a few lined up really good, but then he transitions into the questioning vision where this entire episode is based on him more and more 
questioning reality and questioning Wanda and what is exactly going on. And so this is the first Mm -hmm. instance of it while the babies are crying like crazy. And so now they're starting to kind of get into it. And this is when Agnes shows up in her little jazzercise outfit. And this is when it gets really peculiar because she says, do you want me to take that again? And Vision's like, Wanda, did you, what did she just say? She literally just acted like this was a TV show and there was a cue. And Wanda's (laughs) like, I don't know what you're talking about at all. And so this, this sets up the entire episode just from this opening sequence. It was a really creepy scene that I absolutely loved because it was like a needle scratch. It was like, wait, what? Like everyone kind of got jarred out of it. You're like, what's happening? Why is she breaking the fourth wall here? What's, you know, what's going on? And he, he noticed. So yeah, it does set the tone, I think for this episode, that moment. Yeah. I actually, I, again, this is where I'm like, the intrigue is hitting me. I'm like, yes. Okay. This is, this is where we're going to get some cool stuff. Yeah. And I actually really liked what they did there. And by the way, who's the actress who plays Agnes? I can never remember her name, but uh, what's her name? Khan. Uh, yeah, I can't think Catherine of her name. Khan. I'm an old man. Yeah, something Is like it that. Catherine yes. Khan? Catherine Han. Like there that? you yeah. go. Han, yes. She is, what a fantastic actress that she mm-hmm. can go from the bubbly 80s fun neighbor. <laughs> I'm laughing to, oh, do I, need to, do I need to take that again? Should I take that again? Yeah. Like the creepy like, okay. out of character thing. Yeah. And it, it almost it almost makes me think, like, do these other people see Vision as dead Vision or do they see him as this, you know, character? I'm pretty sure they see him as whatever Wanda sees him as. Okay. So whatever okay. we see, I'm pretty sure they're saying that it's okay. her projection of them. Yeah. Um, but there is an p- important note uh, that I wrote down here when she is talking to the babies to try to make them stop. She's trying to, you know, magically make them stop and she can't. She's like, why aren't you doing what I tell you? This is the first time she's not able to control something in her little bubble. And she yeah. kind of just passes it off like, uh, OK, I'm just going to keep going and trying this stuff. It's like she just kind of bypasses the fact that she can't control her children. Mm. I thought that was a little interesting note. Yeah. And also, I mean, that kind of ties in with the laugh track pausing. So, you know how you said mm-hmm. the needle skip? The laugh track pauses completely. Yeah. Like, like it's pretty yeah, solid it's like, oh. with vision. And then it stops completely. And this, they laughed when her magic didn't work. Like, her yeah. consciously is worried. But the laugh track still plays because it's set in this idea of this whole, like, bewitched magic idea that's still building through these episodes. And like, oh, oh the magic doesn't work on the kids. But it's yeah. really oh. interesting that she's aware enough <laughs> for the laugh track to play while still being frustrated and concerned at the same time. Yeah. Yep. It's cuckoo. (laughs) But then Agnes is when it actually does completely pause. And again, we knew that she's like more self-aware than every other villager, but Mm -hmm. this one, she's like, it's like telling the vision and Wanda and the audience and everyone that yes. Right. So this is like the moment where I was pretty much con- like this, the whole episode is where I'm convinced that she is this other character from the comic books um, who is a witch. And I'm pretty sure she is that character um, because it seems like she is talking to Wanda as if they're on the same page together. Like they have been that's working on this seemed. together. Yeah. yeah it's not like it, it was. It's not like she was like, oh, I'm under your spell. Tell me what to do. It was like, oh, no, we have a deal we're going through this together for a reason yeah and it, you it want almost, me I, to handle these children you want me to hold them is what she's telling her it was it was interesting because i don't want to say that she undermined vision 
when Vision was like, no, 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 don't worry well, about it. Dead. I got this. And oh, she knows he's dead. I mean, she 100% knows that. She's creeped okay. out. I mean, she she does. She tries not to look at him. She's like, uh, right. She never looks at, at him like no. that. And that was she one of the can reasons probably why. see him. Well, and that, no, I, I'm sure she knows. He's, I mean, she obviously knows he's there, but that's where it kind of in the back of my head goes. Maybe she sees him as a zombie yeah, vision, person. too. Right. You know, possibly. That's where possibly. I got that idea, because she never truly looks at vision and she always kind of undermines him as well. Not always yeah. undermines him, but kind of gives that little. Brush off. Sure, because she knows that there's no point. Yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah I don't, he doesn't care what he thinks or says because she knows that he's not important. Mm-hmm. right so, he she yeah. he's a figment a figment of exactly. wanda's imagination or no well we learned that she stole the corpse so <laughs> <laughs> yeah never mind so a- it's as a corpse soon as we, so that's jumping ahead but as soon as yeah. they, they show her stealing the dead body all i could think of you last week saying weekend of visions i forgot about that darn okay that's uh, fun. <laughs> I had people texting me about the weekend of visions thing. Well, it's funny because he was in pieces, so they could have done like a whole marionette thing and had him dance around like a marionette. Oh my god, I'm doing great. Anyways, yeah, so Anyways. she she does her little deal and talks about her her husband Ralph again, who we never see. Yeah, and then the Ralph twins all of a sudden stop crying. Well, this is all kind of mixed of the same thing, but they age yeah. themselves up to four to five years old, and. That's super creepy. Like, just the CGI of it, the implications of it, the whole thing was just creepy. I, I was creeped out by the whole... I was like, it's creepy. This that's whole episode's it, pretty creepy. <laughs> well, the kids looked creepy. They yes. got some creepy actors for that role. And, well, one of them is them actually twins, from... They look nothing like twins. One of, them, one of them is actually from a horror show or horror movies, so that would make sense. He's in different oh, horror adaptations. Interesting. That'll do Did it. Did not know that. Creepy children. Yes. yes creepy children speaking of creepy children go ahead yeah we go to the intro and we get to see baby vision (laughs) oh that's right everyone threw a fit with that i'm like (laughs) i thought it was kind of funny and cute he looked exactly like jim carrey as the grinch Oh God! Yeah, I guess I can see that. Like when yeah. the Grinch was a little makeup. kid yeah. in school, he it. I was like, did they just huh. use the Grinch and color him into Vision because that it looked exactly like that. That's funny. That's funny. We gotta find a picture and do a side by side of that. I like but that. I will say this intro, this intro of all the photographs, the Growing Pains intro. I mean, that's exactly what intro. it is. Yeah. It's Growing Pains. You intro. mentioned it. You said it last week. And what oh I saw, God, I'm like, yeah, hey, totally. <laughs> like, here's Alice is going to love this part. I, I actually really loved this intro. I mean, for what it was, it was goofy. But um, did you guys notice that one of the pictures of Wanda, she's actually like she's doing the thing that uh, whenever she pushed that girl out of the force field last week and she was doing. The, oh, oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Wanda, she's doing. That interesting. OK. No, the only thing that I noticed during the intro was the when you you saw the series of photos of Vision with the two kids, every photo got like he got more sad or upset. Like it was oh. happy, then kind of mildly upset, and then you like he's like straight up dour, not happy. Like he's been going through this for so long that he is now upset. Watch that again. Wow. It was creepy. I was like, I why is he getting angrier with every again. photo? So look at look watch that again. That was the only thing that I really noticed that kind of uh i don't know creep me out a bit 
But I didn't know it's the one thing. Was the song where they said singing a song, making it up as we go along. That's oh nice. (laughs) (laughs) I I always forget to pay attention to the lyrics in the songs because I'm not good at that in general. I just don't understand lyrics when I listen to music, so I usually just don't pay attention to them. So that's a good catch. So that was a fun intro, and then it transitions straight into Monica in the hospital bed. And she's being right. interviewed, and she says there's the overwhelming feeling of grief. And it's just, this that kind of sequence shows this isn't just going to be like episode three said in the 80s. You know, we literally are intertwining what we're doing in four with five, and now mm-hmm. every episode is going to go back and forth between the two. Yeah, I'm assuming so. And it's kind of Which interesting glad, that she yeah. uses grief, too, when you're under, you know, like, is she just experiencing Wanda's grief? Is she also experiencing her own at the same time? Is grief being used to, like, help subvert people in this reality? That's Whatever the case, it's kind of We creepy. learn more about one of the villagers later on in this episode yes. and tied to right. grief. So, yeah. Right. Hmm. So maybe that's kind of really, really creepy. That's some yeah, horror I, stuff right there, for sure. <laughs> I think we just um, figured it out then. Clearly, this is, it's not Wanda. It's, I mean, Wanda's helping it, but we know that it's the Babadook. It is the Babadook. It's that stupid kid from the Babadook. It's the stupid kid from Babadook. That's that's what it is. That's the main villain. He's all grown up screaming in the back of a car the whole time. Oh, Lord. Hey, let's do another review of Babadook, huh? Please, let's not. Hopefully you listen to that Never secondary about that movie. episode. Yeah, go back oh, and Lord. listen to our Babadook episode. What a terrible <laughs> movie. What a horror show that is. And uh, so anyways, back on track here, idea. the fun thing we have, though, is so Monica's in the hospital bed, and who comes to see her but Wu and Darcy? So now we have this thing. Hey, audience, here's characters you know. Characters you know interact with each other. Always remember that. There's all kinds of people on this base, but we're going to focus on these three characters you know, and they're going to feed the audience all information. Like, Wu and Darcy essentially are the exposition people. They're there to tell the audience what's going on. It's great. Pretty much. (laughs) What's interesting, though, is when they looked at her CAT scan, they didn't say anything. Yes. Very interesting. What does that mean? Hmm. Does she have I don't know. Tell me. Wait, she might you have think powers, she came out? Possibly. You think she came out with powers, or she went in with powers, or I don't know when she got powers, but I do right. think she might have powers by this point because they don't see anything. It's almost like it's radiating heat or something on the cat scan. So that makes me think that she either absorbed the mind st- or some kind of power. I don't know what, or I she. I watched had it, it before. And totally missed that. The cat yeah. scan thing was important, but it's also because we yeah. know Monica Rambo already has, like, from the comics, she has a pedigree. Like, the show hasn't really indicated that. But that's, that's a little thing they'll go back it, yeah. to once we have, like, her actually full on. Oh. It'll be like, remember in WandaVision? That's all that was. Yeah, remember that well, cat scan in WandaVision? <laughs> that's what we meant by that. Yeah. So, this is the point where they start talking about Captain Marvel and they talk about, like, some of the other Avengers or whatever. Um, I don't know. Did uh, what? What? What was the reasoning behind all that? Did so they this even is need a fun to touch one on that? Because I like the idea that. So were they broadcasting like it's the Super Bowl when 
everybody's fighting Thanos and they could see, oh, Scarlet Witch went toe to toe. Oh, you know, I thought yeah. Captain Marvel, like, were they broadcast? Who had footage of this? It's <laughs> just like the Death Star. It's just like the Death Star in The Mandalorian. It was broadcast everywhere. Everyone watched it. It was like, oh, live like, on TV, CNN. Does Endgame exist in theaters in this universe? Like, could they have yes. went and watched it at the movies? Like, was Tony broadcasting it with some, like, weird hologram? It's weird. <laughs> it is weird. I'm not too sure. My only guess is they were briefed on it. And they just didn't show us the briefing. But I would assume that people in their level were briefed on the goings on. Is my Who's only writing guess. the briefing? Who knows? Cap? Maybe. <laughs> it, it would have to be who Cap. Knows? Cap's the only one who would want to do something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange isn't writing it down. At, at this Stark point, I think it was just there not. for convenience sake. I don't think it. Yeah, I didn't really think too much about it. it it's like, just yep, a whole okay, connection to the audience things. thing. That's all they yeah. are. They're like essentially spokespersons. Like, hey, audience, remember when you watched Endgame and this happened? That, that, it's just... Well, that's what last episode was. Yeah, last episode yeah. was that whole thing. That was, yeah, whatever. It's kind of funny. But it did show that Monica is visually upset with uh, Captain Marvel. So can you blame mm. her? I mean, she probably hasn't talked to her and, since she was a kid. Yeah, so, since 1993. Whatever that year was, yeah. So she's probably not too happy about that. Anyway. And so now we get the uh, kind of like setup from the basis perspective. So we have the principal victimizer, which is Wanda. And mm -hmm. we get to the fun thing is that she has no silly nickname. And everyone knows none? that Wanda none does. At all? But <laughs> yeah, within none? the MCU, she's never actually been given that nickname. Which I didn't realize. I was like, oh. I had to go back. I'm like, do we never call her that? No, no, we haven't. No one's ever called her the Scarlet Witch. It's really that's, interesting. That was really funny. And I was like, oh, that's so weird. And Jimmy's like, nope, even none. Even so in the what show, does that yeah, whenever they said when they said no, I'm like, like, really? But she what does that mean Wanda? about the director? What does that mean? If he knows that fact, is he from an alternate universe? Is he someone else? <sighs> Alternate universes. I didn't think of that perspective, but yes, I, I definitely. How see else that would part. he know, right? He's like, yeah. no other nickname. He was really hinting at, like, come on, guys, and no one said anything. No, so no other nickname. Like, she's like, obviously, right. <laughs> obviously a witch. Come on, nothing. So I'm thinking there's something up with this guy. Obviously, he's not the best guy in the world. We find out this episode, but I do think there's a lot more than meets the eye with him. Well, here's the cool thing about that whole like scene too is whenever he cuts off uh woo woo goes back to talk to the other girl and the other girl whenever they're discussing they like yeah what do you think of the director well i don't like to talk ill about people but he's a real and he, right. they're about to say he's a real dick but right before they say that they cut him off and they cut to the guy and he says terrorist and i'm like yep. ooh, ooh, i think they clever I think editing. They were doing something here but some clever editing. Yeah. yeah, I think they were trying to say that maybe he was a terrorist. What's he doing? And then What's speaking of clever editing, we also get the sword HQ footage where Wanda comes to get Vision's body nine days ago. And it's set up nine to the audience days. very specifically that Wanda comes in. She's purely evil. She's meant to like just kill people, get to throw anybody out of her way. And, you know, it's edited very specifically for his purposes to show to everybody sure. there. Yeah, it really, really paints her as a villain the way he edited those uh, that footage together, for sure. Yeah. What so, were they I doing mean, with his body? Okay, 
was this something mm. that we see in the movies somewhere? No. We know, okay, we don't so know about it, this. Like his body is literally left by Thanos and that's it. Okay. Yeah, so it was, he was dead. It, we have it no could idea. be that she's not really like evil in this part or she's like going in there and she's like, I'm totally evil and I'm taking this uh, right, we don't machinery know. with yeah. me. Or there's mind control to her. We also right. know that Wanda is super easily convinced to dark things. She doesn't have much own thought it, <laughs> by herself. She's easily swayed into whatever direction is possible. And also you have the idea that Wanda got snapped away, right? Yes. Yeah, she did. So she hasn't had five years to grief that he's died. No, it was immediate. It was like right now. She, yeah. was in the- she comes back and she remembers everything that Wanda's been gone. So, or the yep. vision's been gone. So, Give her a little time, maybe. <laughs> yeah, they probably should have given her like her own little space for a while. Like, here, go play in there for for a year. Okay, well, we're here if That's you need. That's kind it. of what she's doing right now. Yeah, but they they yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody is trying to make her into a weapon, a villain. Is mm-hmm. my guess. So, hmm. and then we get the yeah. what happens when he learns the truth in reference to Vision, which that's just. A fun thing to bring up right <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing it's like if, he, if he's essentially he's dead we all know that he's dead doesn't have right. the stone or what is it the mind stone mm-hmm. um how can he I, I i guess i'm not understanding how he can really be more what are the words that i'm looking for guys oh my god well don't forget that wanda just brought two Babies to life. It's true, but he's, he, I mean, he's machinery. It's not like he's got a soul to him. That's the whole dynamic of the comic book. Oh, okay. See, <laughs> I get, and here I am, not reading. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. It happens. Let's just move on. Because Vision I'm is sure. actually based on human <laughs> personality traits, and in the MCU at least, he's still based on Jarvis, which does have its own personality from tony and right he's not fully just a synthetic organism okay okay noted more than he could wanda could potentially bring life back to him but the soul realm and the whole idea of souls is interesting because that's what kind of the crux of what wanda's doing is gonna open up a can of worms with Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Oh, this, be this is you guys Buckle sitting up. here going, ooh, we know what's <laughs> well, happening. Well, no, the thing is, this is actually referenced <laughs> later on by the kids. That's what's so creepy okay. about this whole thing. And so, so speaking of the kids, Anyways, yes. okay. they, uh, so the next we see them, they have the, they're standing in front of the sink, and they're like, oh, what's going on? We go back into the 80s sitcom, and they have this cute little adorable dog. So oh this my God, dog was, was the, the star dog. for this episode for me. Well, I knew as soon as I saw it, I'm like, there you go, Trevor's favorite character this episode. So freaking cute, man. Such a good actor dog, man. He was spot on. Was. Every, he was on cue. All knew, of his knew points. all of his lines. Oh, yeah. Great. Except that he was... Never mind. <laughs> he barely did anything the whole episode. Hey, watch so cute. They, uh, Wanda specifically says, taking care of a living thing is a big responsibility. And... Mm. Of course, oh, Wanda. Wanda has a lot of fun goodness. things that are super ironic that she just has no self-awareness of in this entire episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so then uh, Agnes comes over, and so this is when Vision's like, 
oh, of course, someone would pop over just when we needed, and they had just what we needed. And like, yeah, <laughs> you know, Vision was totally aware of this. And then Wanda's not hiding her abilities in front of Agnes either. Nope. It's too much now. She's like, all right, forget it. Who cares? Take so this is, is this is kind of being a little sneaky and saying, kind of poking, saying, hey, she's probably in on this. Right. Okay. I kind of figured that's what they were doing, but it's, you know, I never would have put it together that she was another witch or something like that. Not yet. Well, there's Not still the idea yet. that she always comes up with whatever Wanda needs. That too. Yeah. It could be a monkey's paw situation. I mean, it's, that's a sitcom thing that happens sure. in just about every sitcom. So, I mean, it could just be She's specifically a sitcom playing trope. this role though. It could have been anybody. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. No, but then we have the, for that reason. This whole sequence goes to the kids become 10 when they think about it. So when they go from babies to four to five, we don't realize it. But this, you know, it, it's off camera. This one is specifically even creepier because they literally think about it and they age themselves up. Yeah, they're like, oh, that sounds like a great idea, mom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Kids it, it, that... can't control them. I was just glad that they got new actors because the other ones were pretty creepy. These guys These were a little, little creepy. less creepy. <laughs> so you, you didn't like the little uh, little kid talking the, about the dog, the little puppy? No, not the little oh, four-year-olds. Okay. Didn't oh, like them. Okay. <laughs> and so now we transition back to the base. And in this one, Darcy refers to the anomaly as the hex because yeah, it has a hexagonal finally. shape. But we know that... <laughs> Wanda's powers are hex magic, so of course this is it has to be the hex. Yeah. They keep like confirming everything that I was talking about <laughs> from day one. Yeah. So yes, it is hex magic, it's the hexagon. So we're we're pretty much confirming a lot of stuff here finally. So that's kind of fun. Ha, you call it the hex. It's a fun little <laughs> one. <laughs> and so then uh we get to the rewriting reality sequence of we go to visions at work and this is the whole really weird aspect because on the outside, they're going to try to send something in because they're like, Wanda can change reality. What if we can change her reality? If it doesn't have to, because they right. give the example that we sent, you know, something in from our time and it changes. So what if we send something from her time in and it doesn't have to rewrite reality on the fly when it's sending in. And so they send the email in and everyone reads it aloud. But they send the drone they... in. The email is separate. The drone, the eighties drone, actually goes in. But the email sequence with Vision at work, right. where everyone reads it aloud, is super creepy. <laughs> it was so creepy. I loved it. It's so Twilight Zone. Because well, he like turns around, talking... like, why is everyone talking yeah. at the same time? It's totally What's Twilight happening? Zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole email thing, though. I mean, there's. I mean, it was supposed to be an eighties sitcom, and they're talking about email, and they're looking at like Apple twos. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. It was weird. So you're saying you didn't like that scene? Uh, not really. Didn't care for it. I liked whenever really? he snapped that guy out of his okay. little uh, hex or whatever. That was pretty yeah. interesting. I, but then I was glad that he put him right back into it because. All right. All right. Stop. Stop talking. Too much emotion for me for one day. Thank you. And so Good Vision time. works at Com Computational Services, Inc. And he's starting to freak out and so he realizes that he can interact with the environment just like he was able to in his past so 
this is going to be really interesting when we talk about Vision's past life once we get to the end of the episode because there's a lot mm -hmm. of Enigma stuff. But anyway, he figures that out, and so he does it to Norm, and he snaps Norm out, and Norm is screaming that she's in my head. Make her stop, make her stop. Where's my sister? Where's my phone? So Vision has this reality that Norm is not this guy. He's a completely different guy. And so he just snaps him back in because there's way too much information. But it gives Vision kind of a confirmation that Wanda is doing everything to everyone. Well, and one thing that we don't want to miss out on either is everybody, everybody who's been snapped out of it from uh from the girl who got kicked out to this guy, they all say the same thing that they're in excruciating pain. Like it, it mm -hmm. hurts being under the spell. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. I don't know why, but I feel like that's kind of like an important bit that needs to be. Oh, it sure is. I mean, it paints her as the villain. Once again, it's like showing her that what she's doing is not good. Like she and might she not have done it. Care. Yeah. yeah these right. aren't just random, like generations of her imagination. These are actual people that she transported into this world and puts yeah. it under this horrible, agonizing spell that kind of processes her own grief. They have to experience what she's experiencing while they're there. It's yep. a whole dark... It is scary for <laughs> hostages. What I did find interesting, though, is that he kept saying her and she. she he never mentions Wanda, Wanda. by name. Yeah. Yep. I was like, why doesn't oh. he mention Wanda by name? Is he actually talking about Agnes well, or somebody else? He well, why would you use the pronoun game there? Well, he also doesn't uh, interact with Wanda at all. Maybe he just. Yeah, but you would think that you would hear that name at some point in your subconscious. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, maybe not. I'm just saying it was a weird choice. I wonder if it was. Deliberate, no, that's though. I, I like that. That's actually pretty interesting. That's that's yeah. cool. So now we get back to the kids and they're like, where's dad? And she says, oh, he's at work. And they're like, but it's Saturday morning. And so Wanda gets like, all no, tripped it up. It's Monday. <laughs> and no, no, it's not Monday. It's this whole like the kids again are showing that her magic doesn't work on them. And they're no, it does kind not <laughs> extracted out. And then the kids bring up the best kind of crux of the entire episode. Do you have a brother, mom? <laughs> Why did you have to say that? Why? Why I never understood. Up? Like, why? Why did they bring that up? Because she was talking to them about how they were brothers. <laughs> no, she was oh. specifically talking about how they were always going to be each other's brothers. You're going to be his brother and you're always going to be his brother. Oh, and you're like, brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. wait, do you have a brother? That's why it happened. Because kids do that. Okay. They're like, yeah. they're curious. Like, I have a brother. Right, right, do, right. do you have a brother? Who is that brother? Um, but before that was a very important part where they taught the dog tricks. And uh, the boy who plays Wiccan uh, does this whole thing where he touches his head to teach the trick to the dog, which I thought was interesting. A little telekinesis there. Huh. I was all dealing I with was, a crying baby there. <laughs> actor dog keeps excelling. That's, that's all the, the my note He does, <laughs> because Billy does a very good job with his telekinesis. So yes. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, right on. But and yes, so, it's, funny, it's, it's great to see the kids starting to develop their powers. Like, like oh, he obviously is... Uh, telekinetic now so that's cool but again the brother thing's a big deal with wanda because whether it's subconscious or not once we get to this end of this episode the question is gonna spark it you know she threw geraldine yeah. slash monica out because of this question and now one of her kids asked the same question and whether she's she purposely trying it? to do this or not this is manifesting itself just by popping it in her head all the time 
Yep. It's happening. And so the drone from the 80s, we get uh, this is kind of explains away question marks from previous episodes where they're like, how come the drone isn't on the feed that we're viewing? It's a mm. jump cut. You know, the camera's focused on Wanda. Why can't we see the right. actual drone? And so it just explains that Wanda sets what is aired. Not only right. is she creating the entire show, but she's also overseeing the camera angles of everything. Gosh, she's like the Kevin Feige of this show. Yeah, there's Holy so cow. much work to do to create this little West view. <laughs> Same. Insane. I wonder if she's going crazy. Okay. But huh. this, this drone is actually important, so... Monica specifically says the drone isn't armed, but we have director guys saying, take the shot. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? What? What? It's a surveillance drone. There's nothing to shoot. Dare you betray me? (laughs) But then Uh. at that point, all of the cameras go down and we don't know what happened. We don't know if they actually shot the missile. We don't know if uh, they shot. We assume they did. And like the feed died, right? It's like, oh, did they actually blow up everything? What happened? Right. 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 And so. We get the alert, there's a breach at the base, and then the broadcast goes offline, and then Wanda comes out of the force Force field field. with the drone, Mm -hmm. and all the guns are aimed at her, and she says to Monica, you're still here, which, that was interesting. Yeah. (laughs) What did she expect? Yeah, are you going to (laughs) leave? Run away, scared? I don't know. Who knows? That was a weird one that you're still here. Like, Wanda's fully aware that people are outside of her force field and even trying to get in and doing stuff. And, like, I just don't know what she... What kind of connection did she establish with Monica to even... Because it was almost like a friendship rapport, the way she said it. Just in tone and everything. I don't know. Or maybe she just thought, like, oh, wasn't that enough to get you off my trail? Like, leave me alone? Like, I, I told you, leave me alone. Blast you out of my house. She specifically tossed her out not to kill her. Like, she could have killed Monarchy, but she specifically tosses her out so she doesn't die. Right, she wants to protect her, but she was hoping that she would have left her alone. Like, okay, I'm going to go off now and let you be in this bubble. That's my guess. Hmm. That's my... Hmm. Anyways, this is my favorite scene of the the, uh, episode. So yeah, this this is the cool thing where Wanda's accent comes back intermittently. Yep. This, this is like, I think Elizabeth Olsen doesn't remember how heavy her accent was in Age of Ultron, which was like two years ago or something. But it's like she selectively chooses words that have an accent. Other times she sounds just like Wanda inside the force field. It's, it's really fun. But anyway. my guess with this part is actually that like whenever you have somebody who is going through trauma and they're from a foreign country and their accent goes away, they end up retaining that accent when they're in moments of like panic and grief and stuff. That's what was happening there. So just FYI. Maybe really? I just, maybe <laughs> yeah. I don't. It's a true thing. I, I, yeah, I studied a lot of uh, psychology. I don't know. Um, that so whole yes, scene that's, that with does her, happen. The whole repression of it. Okay. With her out there and the guns are all pointed at her and she's got her glowing eyes and glowing hand thing. Best scene I, ever, huh? I know. Maybe so I good. just, maybe I just don't like her. You might not. That's okay. You don't have to like her. Because yeah, she's not I, cast she's the way you like it. She's supposed to be menacing and she's supposed to be. I mean, it, in this scene, she's walking in there dragging a drone that's on practically on fire and she tosses the drone like it's a piece of paper. And I yeah, mean, she's badass. out there meaning to be menacing. But when I look she at was. her, I'm like, great, huh? I, it doesn't do it for me. I don't 
find her to be mm-hmm. menacing. I don't see her as this character, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. You're one of the few, but you're fair enough. Well, so oh, no, I, I I'm think, sure that there's... No, yeah. it works just because she does the whole mind control flip where all the guns are then pointed at the director. That's what makes her menacing. It's not having glowing hands right, or glowing not, eyes or no, anything no, no, like no. that. Right, 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 right. Because mind control, it's like the whole when the first X-Men movie where Magneto comes and he turns all the guns on everybody when Charles Thank is trying to stop them that. pulling the bullets. It's the same idea because Magneto is going to hopefully have an impact on the show. But <laughs> I'm making a blow of both eyes now. Yes. It's, that whole, it's that whole analogy of it. Of just to kind of show that, again, we're building Wanda to be evil. And I, I guess that doesn't necessarily have to be menacing evil, but just evil at heart is enough. But the guns thing, the, the guns thing was awesome. That looked great because all of the gunmen were all in unison and all very sharp with their movement. And I yeah, think she was it, controlling them all at once. It, it looked great. great. It looked uh, it was visually just perfect and beautiful. I loved that. But her in the scene just, I don't know, maybe it's her hair. I don't know. I'm just, I just can't see her as this bad I like that she did guy. have her outfit back, her little red jacket and right. yes, her pants. OG outfit. <laughs> but uh, like She was wearing that the whole time. I think the intimidation factor is just that she controlled all the, like, what can these outsiders really do? They can't really go in. They know that that's not going to work with Monica. If she comes out, they can't do anything with whatever they like. She can just have them all shoot themselves if she wanted to. Like she can control everybody at once. So I don't know what, like if you're the, that director guy or you're anybody there, you're like, well, what are we going to do with this? Yeah. Right. What are you going to do? She is menacing. And that now, now it jumps back to the question of what happened to the beekeeper? What happened to the beekeeper? <laughs> what happened Is he to a him? townsperson now? Is he dead? What's, what was the point of even having the beekeeper if he doesn't show back up? So I hope to see him again. I'm sure hey, we will. Thoughts and prayers. That's right. <laughs> and so Be then we well. get a commercial break with the commercial for Lagos Paper Towels with the tagline, when you make a mess you didn't mean to. And that's where Wanda's at right now, as we'll find out as we go in this whole episode. But in case you don't know Lagos, this actually isn't a comics reference. This is an MCU reference. It's the start of Civil War, essentially. We get to see Mm -hmm. the thing that Wanda did that caused the whole riff of everybody and everything. Yeah, the Sokovia Accord. That's what they call it. So MCU. She made the mess. Go back and watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You have to actually watch Marvel movies, sir, to get this show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Poor Alex. Uh, and then we transition <laughs> back. Go so ahead. the commercial's over. Again, it's the same people. The husband and wife are the same people we've seen, just as yeah. a head up. But we go back, and this was the saddest scene. Agnes has dead Sparky, which this is oh, almost too much to take. What was the oh, excuse? What was the excuse? He ate he... azalea leaves. Okay, yep. that's what I thought I heard, and I was like, "But did, did he, he die from them?" <laughs> but yeah, did but he? did he? Suspiciously, she happened to have him. Mm. Yeah, out of everyone, they didn't find him run over in the street. Mm, no, she just has right? the best character in the show dead. Yeah, I don't know about that. Something <laughs> suspect with that, uh, the Agnes. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, because it was very weird. It, I, honestly, when I first saw the dog at the beginning of the episode, I was like, oh, no, they're going to kill this yeah, dog. I, I knew oh, I knew right away. Die. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I read the comics I know. Because it was so freaking cute. And I'm like, yep, this yep. dog's going to die. And it sucks <laughs> that it totally did die. <laughs> it totally did. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that poor little dog. Great but, actor dog. Uh, the reason this is brought up is because we have the very fun quote by one of the sons. You can fix anything, Mom. You can fix dead. Yeah. <laughs> great line. What a great line. She's like, what? I, what? Yeah. You can do that? Well, and she she keeps telling them. Uh, I mean, she's sitting there fighting it, saying, no, no. Hold on. Right. Hold well, on. This is when breaks. Wanda goes into the whole thing of. When someone or something dies or whatever, you have to move on. All the stuff that she's not doing with Vision. She literally explains right. to herself what she should be doing with Vision. That she can't actually do it all. But the whole idea that you can fix dead, suggested by the kids, with Agnes right there. And the whole fix dead and the whole soul realm. See, this gets into the whole huh. idea that it's a passage kind of to the netherworld. To the soul realm to get people back from the dead. That's what this whole, like, Wanda's unaware that she's opened up this whole portal of things and it's just gonna that that's what this whole implication crazy. is <laughs> it's gonna be madness but i just love the way agnes says that too like you you can do that you can, you can bring people back from the dead yeah, yeah. Duh. come on you know this agnes weirdo yeah because once she shows this it shows everyone who is dead they want a ticket to what wanda's able to do yeah right exactly wait uh Wait, what? What do you... Huh? Wanda brought somebody back from the dead. Her yeah, husband, the main character. Vision. Yeah, Vision. Right, and but then she also created gonna want life to do that. out of right. thin air. Okay. With two kids Just like you, Alex. walking around. <laughs> Wink! <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that there was maybe a deeper... No, it's pretty much... Deep straightforward on the just surface like a, yeah straightforward yeah, there, there was no like be back meeting or anything like that, that the only back meeting is that the kids are actually creepy little and can incarnations <laughs> of stuff that's the only back meaning <laughs> okay got it all right but you can tell that she's starting to think about this stuff like her own reality is breaking because she stares off into space like oh god what have i done like what is really happening here like there was a moment where she just well, broke she a bit yeah, and then she like stops the kids. She goes, "Don't, don't grow up right now. Don't, don't yeah, uh, yeah. age yourself. Don't age yourself." Yeah, uh, you have Let's to live in this moment this. right now, or yeah, something. You can't like rush that. aging. Yeah, Good. by the yeah by the end of the episode, they'd be ninety years old, <laughs> right? And so the fun part of this whole sequence, though, is that these were very awkward moral discussions, and in eighty sitcom, they have moral discussions that are always wrapped up in a neat little bow and the end of 30 minutes or 22 minutes to send you on your happy way. Right? Like, look Danny at Tanner comes in upstairs, sits you down on the bed and has his heart to heart with you. Yeah. And so to do it within the context of the 80s sitcom, I think is the perfect timing to have Wanda try to explain away the bad behavior that she's doing and all the unintended consequences that are going to happen just because she can't have like a basic moral code. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well I like said. that. 
I don't know. There's much more to say about that. <laughs> and so that completes well that sequence. And so now Vision gets to come home. So this is the first time we've seen Vision since he talked to Norm. And so I didn't know when he was going to encounter Wanda on this idea. And he does it this episode. So he literally encounters Wanda Perfect. on what are you doing with Norm's mind? I literally talked to Norm. What are you doing? You know, and then he's like, you can't control me because she's trying to just pass it off as nothing and just go back to. And then he's, she says, can't I? And rolls the credits. And oh, then, they all laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone laughs. Cue laugh track. It's my favorite. Cue laugh track. But Vision's not going to let it go. And so now we get to the whole arguing idea. And then they fly up into the sky together because Ugh, this was goofy. I, I will admit, this. Alex, this hated was super goofy when they both flew up this. into the sky to yell oh. at each other. Oh, I wanted to die when I saw it. <laughs> but it was classic, like, what you would expect from a TV show like that. It was classic stupidity at its finest. Yes. I didn't so, like it. Uh, I hated that. Hated that. This hated is it. when... Wanda brings up you're not it's kind of like you wouldn't have questioned me before or whatever and so Wanda said or Vision says what before I don't remember anything before I don't remember anything before Westview that's all that I remember and so the really interesting thing is how is he aware of anything that he says following this point if he's truly unaware of anything before Westview because he has this core idea of what Wanda's capable of and right. like, but he shouldn't be able to have any of these ideas because like he shouldn't even know what he's capable of himself if he doesn't remember anything before Westview. Right. Like even so email, you, like the whole email thinking, scene. <laughs> are you Sorry, thinking that maybe he is manifested not by Wanda, but maybe of somebody else possibly? Or even like a rebooted version mm-hmm. of Vision, like because Vision, right. you could still have like. A backup version, right? Right, could be. It's a lot to answer there. That was it's a very it was very complex to think about what is going on with that character. Because yeah, this gets like, into the whole morality of androids. Morality, of, yes. Yeah. If they make memories and they have like human emotions and they establish that whole sense of identity, but then that version dies and then there's a new version, are they the same person? It's kind of like Baby Groot versus Adult Groot. You know, right. Adult Groot died. He doesn't have any of those memories. Once he, He's a brand new Groot. So it's the same yeah. idea with an android. Once you can reboot something, is it the it's same person? person? Right. And that gets into the whole soul identity. It's a lot of moral ambiguity of androids and human identity. It's like Westworld. Self-worth, yes. Yeah. It is a lot like Westworld. <laughs> Great show. Great show. Nice. Westworld season one. Yeah, the good one. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> season three is great. Uh, season can, I two, s- uh, can I skip season two and just go straight to season three? No. Never mind. Oh, we're not talking Westview. Westview? Westview? West Westview? World. Oh, no. Oh, it's the same thing. Oh, no. <laughs> what did we Maybe do? Maybe it's a show within the show. There's a glitch what? in the Matrix. The machines are coming. <laughs> All right. Then there's a. Someone at so, the door, huh? Well, before we get to the door, she says, you really think I'm controlling everything. And so that's that's a big line because Mm -hmm. then Vision is wondering the whole idea. I know of the Maximoff anomaly and I have to believe it started out subconsciously and then recently became more aware of it. So they're both kind of feeding at the same idea that Wanda started this, 
but she didn't do it purposely to create all the problems that have arisen. Right. Exactly. And she doesn't remember when it started either, is what she says. She's like, yes. I don't know how it started in the first place. So that so, kind of goes on to that hmm. video nine days ago where she does the security breach to get Vision's dead body that right. she might not have been self-aware of what All she was there. doing. Yeah, or under someone else's control because they found out that she was in grief. Like, perfect opportunity. Again, so. back to the Duke. Yes, Duke yeah, is it controlling Yeah, it is. That stupid Wanda. boy. Yep. <sighs> Full circle, man. That kid. He's a demon. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> Ding dong. Um, but so, just Vision's awareness oh. is all questionable. But yeah. So then the, the doorbell Did somebody rings somebody order They didn't know how Sorry. to answer or follow up. Because the, they kind of just left ambiguous questions for the audience. So then we have to transition to a doorbell. And someone, she answers the door. And all we see is Wanda has a shocked face. And then we go over to Darcy. And then Darcy has a shocked face. And then we see from behind, he has Quicksilver's hair. Who is actually Pietro. Who is Wanda's brother. And oh my god, it's from Age of Ultron. Wait, no. It's Quicksilver from Days of Future Past and the whole new X-Men Fox movies, and it changes the whole idea of the entire show and the entire MCU, and the implications of this reveal are like the biggest thing the MCU has probably ever done. Told you it was going to happen like this. <laughs> hold on, hold Told on, you. hold on. Before we get to that, did <laughs> yes. anybody else, Did any, uh, at least myself, I, I, this is what happened for me. When she opened the door, well, and she's telling Vision... I didn't control that. And he, right, that's important. He like, yeah. that wasn't me. I swear. It, that was not now, me. And I believe her. I don't think that was her, maybe. And, and Vision's like, it, after with everything that's happened so far, it's kind yeah. of hard for me to believe you. Anyways, yeah, so then when yeah. she does go open the door and you see this shocked face, at first I'm thinking, oh, son of a, come on, you're not going to throw this to the credits now and now we're not going to know. I thought it was going to go to credits. I thought it was done there. But, gotcha. Instead, they pan over. You see the gray hair. My first reaction was, that is Cap. Cap's here. That was actually, I, I have to say, that was actually my first, my first inkling. I thought it was old man Cap who came old to man Cap. her. And I'm like, how is he going to convince her to get out of here? Like, what well, that's kind of what I of wisdom too. is he going to have? But then I thought, okay, no, maybe it's Hank Pym because he has that same kind of hair back there. And maybe he's in the quantum realm and he's like... Let me pull you out of here. So then eventually I went, oh, okay, it's Pedro. Never mind. Once it fully panned around. But I didn't I realize it was, was... going to be the, 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 Mar the, uh, the Fox version. Yeah, the Fox version is what is absolutely jarring for everything because right. this. So, first of all, Wanda is talking how there's like even vision, it's subconscious. I'm not in control of it. I don't know what's going on and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we've hinted at the idea that Wanda's going to break the fabric of reality. And this is how you create multiverses, because the core reality is broken. And so to have bringing Pietro back from the dead, from Ultron, fits in with the theme of the show. Like, she just manifested, I wanted right, my brother grief, back. Right? We're talking about bringing people back from the dead. And subconsciously, I popped him up. That's why he showed up at the door, but I didn't purposely script it in the show. But to have it right. the X-Men version means that her subconscious mind went out and found a Pietro who's alive in another universe right he's actually he's alive, alive. instead of bringing oh. one dead she found one who's alive and pulls him through like Can't she didn't purposely it. think about oh i need to go get him i'm gonna go find him in earth 217b or something it just he manifested because <laughs> right. she desired it yeah 
That's why he was so weird and cagey. Like, he's like, Pedro? And he's like, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I thought he was doing that because he was a part of the sitcom because he plays up the sitcom thing. Well, he, he did both. play the sitcom. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. He played it's it up the thing. entire time. Now, He's Uncle my... Jesse. Oh, I'm, I'm great. I'm Uncle Jesse. So, Have mercy. <laughs> I didn't think... I, I honestly just thought that they just grabbed a whole another random actor. I didn't realize that this was a Quicksilver from another movie. Oh. I just thought, oh, they just, they're just bringing in a B movie actor to bring B. Pe- I want to just call him Pedro. Can I just call him Pedro? No, his name is Pedro. Isn't it like <laughs> Pietro or something like it's that? Pietro, I don't like- know. See, I'm calling it wrong too. So there you go. So I just thought it was just some random dude who just so happens to be, who's going to be playing her brother on the sitcom. Not, not this is your actual brother from dimension X. Gotcha. So you had no, the impact wasn't really felt by you is what you're saying. No. Cause I'm sitting there thinking, Oh, well that's kind of neat. Cause even the girl, even the girl who's outside the bubble, she goes, wait, they recasted Pedro. Right. Because she has no idea who he is. Only only the audience does. Only we know who that actor is. She has no idea. She's like you. She's like, what is who is this guy? But if you have watched the Fox movies, you would know that that's the Quicksilver from their franchise, not from ours, from the MCU. Which one's the better one? This one. It depends on what you think. I think, yeah, this one's the better. No, the Age of Ultron is they shouldn't even include Quicksilver at all. It's just a waste of a character. They don't set him up enough to kill him. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but yes, it was great. It was great. Now, here's some other things that I thought were kind of weird. When he talks to her, he says, "Can't I something? Maybe I think I wrote it down here. Can't I squeeze my ba- my sister to death or something like that? Instead of like, can I get a hug? He specifically says something about I squeezing squeeze her to death. My sister to death. Wow. And I'm like, I had to rewatch it to see, like, did he actually say that? Like, is this really not him? Is this really somebody else masquerading as her brother? That's that was funny odd to say. That's funny because I I watched this two hours ago and I did not even catch that. That's such a interesting thing. It was just creepy. It was like, can I squeeze my big my sister? I thought you said big, but I think you just said sister. Can I just squeeze my sister to death? Well, what? because that's that's such a oh my god, that's wild. That's a weird line to say. I don't think it's yeah, I it think is. That line, I don't think it was just thrown in there. So, and who's the popsicle? That was a great line. And who's the popsicle? That's where he jumps right back into Mr. 80s. Yep. Well, the popsicle indicates that he's also a dead body. Right. He knows it. Like he's in. On <laughs> oh, it. my God. Yeah. <laughs> now we got him. <laughs> <laughs> no, the implications of this whole episode are so insane because, again, Elizabeth Olsen was quoted saying, that I think there's somebody going to come on the show that's going to be like Mark Hamill showing up on Mandalorian. And so me personally, I was like, well, who is that going to be? And I still have ideas of who that's going to be. I don't think this is it. I feel like this is more like bringing in Boba Fett. You know, there's that fan connection. It's like, oh, that's cool. But it's not the big one that I think she's hinting at. It's I mean, it's not like Mark Hamill to Star Wars. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's still it's still yet to come because uh, Paul Bettany also mentioned something about the actor that I won't mention here because it will give it away. Um, but yeah, this is not the reveal. This is not that big moment. Oh, still a big moment. Man, 
I didn't. I'm still reeling on the popsicle thing. I just thought he called him a popsicle because he was green and red. Oh, no. No. <laughs> See, and here's another here's another thing. Now this guy comes in and says that. I mean, is. Is he seeing a zombie? I don't know. It's a good question, huh? I mean, are people seeing zombie or are they seeing uh, oh my god yeah this show is so stupid i'm over it no this show <laughs> is the best thing that so again the reason why this is so important is because it lets them say that everything is actually canon everything that's been done with marvel is canon rather than just mcu stuff since iron man 2008 it changes their entire complexion of the mcu because it gives credence to all those things and so that means that Timeline things are really weird. We have potential for Spider-Verse happening. When Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and Wanda is happening, this is totally a multiverse. They literally just said that all the Marvel or all the Fox X-Men movies are a different multiverse or a different right. universe. Which exactly. is fun. This is, this, this is making it a lot more fun. For sure. Now, so, Alex, you said... You guys. Well, you said you didn't like Wanda and Vision, and I'm like, that doesn't even matter. What's so intriguing about this show is not them. It's what they're going to create and cause so much havoc that they're going to have to just deal with in so many different things. Like, essentially, they're just the match. We have no idea what it's going to burn out. Just be So it doesn't matter if you like Wanda or Vision. This episode was mind-blowing because I didn't think Marvel would say that those Fox movies were part of their universe. I just didn't think they would do that. Well, yeah. and here's the thing. Yeah, you guys knew that. Myself being just the very generic fan here, and I want to be very specific that I am very generic on this. I haven't even watched all the Marvel movies, so I don't know. But, it, but that's what makes this fun, is if there are people listening, you know, who could possibly be like me, who just don't know they're learning and I'm learning yeah. too, which is making it a little bit more fun. All right. well, I, I, I think I, at, at the beginning of the episode, I said, or you said, I'm going to try and change your mind to make you think that this is better. I will say a little bit did. Yes, because yeah. you're right. This is opening up the whole universe or a whole second universe or multiverse, whatever it, it it's making it a lot more interesting, but, I'm. I just hate that they went with two uninteresting characters. That's and fair. I, 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 yeah. I mean, they, just, I'm just trying to think. Just who Scarlet else? Scarlet Witch you... has a pedigree of doing this. That that's why they they picked her. Right. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, it, is there even another character that they could have put in this that would have made this more entertaining for someone like me? And I can't I can't even think of any of them. No. Yeah, I'm thoroughly entertained. I think Elizabeth Olsen is absolutely killing it with this show. Like one of the best performances I've seen from an actress in a long time. So I'm thoroughly entertained. Thoroughly, thoroughly entertained. Yeah, I it, it, it is making me look forward to it every week because when we talk, I'm learning so much more about the MCU and, and the comics and stuff like that, that it's actually way more intriguing. Like the fact that like, I would have never put the connection together about bringing in Fox 
Oh, I mean, we always kind of knew in the back of our heads that Marvel was going to do that, bring in Fox, all the Fox. Well, no, we knew they were going to bring in X-Men. And I thought they right. were going to recast everybody and relaunch it. Because uh, now yeah, this yeah. is like, are we going to see other? Because the X-Men is like the biggest thing that Marvel had ever did before, like the Avengers in 2000 recently, yeah. recent history. And right. so to have them as part of the MCU through, because I thought they were just going to, like, oh, those Fox movies never existed. That's what I always thought. They're, we're going to tell our story. And that's why it's just so weird that... But Quicksilver was a definite standout of Days of Future Past. So there's that. I, but yeah, I, I, I'm just super excited about the potential of it. Because, again, every MCU movie, they give you, like, a little stinger. Like, oh, look, there's Thor's hammer. Or, oh, this is right. going to connect to some future movie. Or, look, Captain there's America will return. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. But to have, this is, like, the biggest thing they've ever done to create intrigue. Because you have to wait week by week over eight weeks. And it's going to set up an entire, and there's all these little splintering factions. They've never sent this much intrigue out at once. They've always, because with a two-hour movie, you have two hours and wrap up. You're going to beat the bad guy or there's going to be some connection of to be continued to beat the bad guy. Always they wrap it up. Right. This they're not going to wrap it up when these nine episodes end. I don't think they're going to wrap this series up. They're not going to wrap up anything that's pretty much spawned from this. Nope. It's just, the, as you said, the match yep. for the fire. That's, what that's this why is. it's so intriguing. It's very intriguing. Now, the thing is, I did remember uh, until too late that Evan Peters was uh, cast to be in the MCU. Like, I think it was like a year ago, and I'd forgotten that rumor had existed. So it was still a surprise. So I was just bummed. I was like, oh, I, I remembered it after the fact because everyone was speculating back then. Would he be brought in as Quicksilver or a new character? So here he is. It happened. Very cool. Well, yeah. I'm getting more and more into it. I'll just say that. How about that? Very nice. <laughs> now, there is one more thing that I was not able to figure out this time. So I'm hoping our listeners or maybe the, one of you two could figure this out for me. But there was the mention <gasps> yeah. of tigers in this episode. Oh, my God. Times. I wanted to ask. There was tigers all over this episode. Why? And I don't know a... why, because I can't think of why based on anything from Marvel Comics or the movies. Because there was a, a tiger constantly shown, like... And always in focus, the tiger always on the focus. always in focus on the dining room table. And I feel like it was jumping in scene to scene. It was in different areas of the house and scene to scene. Yeah. I and kept she noticing says that it. Ralph can't tame this tiger. Like, oh, my God, she did tame. say that, too. <gasps> Whoa. But I don't know. I have no idea what that means. So we'll see if our listeners maybe know or have ideas. Trevor, do you have an idea? I figure the director's a big fan of Tiger King. Uh, no, there's a reason for it. <laughs> I just <laughs> I told you the reason. No, I don't think that's the reason. There has I really don't be... want the Tiger King to be in the MCU. Seriously, there <laughs> has no. to be a bigger a bigger reason here. Oh, we're getting oh. we're getting someone on board here. Okay, well, because okay. it was something that I noticed. It was something that I'm like, God, they really have this tiger in every scene. It's prominent. So, yes, I do think it's something. I just don't know and, what that something is yet. And when she was cleaning up the kitchen, she was putting stuff in the. Uh, that was one of the things was she put the tiger in the bag or box or something like that. And I don't know. For some reason, it stood out when she was holding it and she put yeah. it in. I'm like, God, what is with the tiger? Just. Ugh. 
There you go. Anyways, that's a lot of stuff for one episode. There was so much to unpack, and there's so much more potential for this episode. Like, again, the first three episodes were fun. They were a little tough to get through. But now that they're showing their cards, again, this is like the most potential that the MCU's ever done in one kind of character arc. Yeah. Now, do you guys think that they're going to... They're going to continue on the 80s trend for next episode? My guess is probably 90s. Yeah, I think they, like, they've got the balance now. Sitcom, Wanda slowly losing control, Vision gaining more knowledge, and uh, Flash to the base to show them and penetrating from the outside. Well, it's, I feel like t- next episode is going to be very Quicksilver heavy. Well, I don't. I don't you know. don't think that? No. Oh, okay. No, I I I I don't I think know his why. inclusion is the reveal to mean something. I don't think he's going to play that big of a part. No, oh. he's the, the 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 special character that came in, you know. So, yeah, that's it's like it a special, special guest appearance on one episode. Yeah. Did we ever do that episode, a very special episode where we talked about very special episodes? No, we never did that episode. I know we talked about it. But anyways, that was I don't think we ever did. This was a very special episode then. No, I think next first. week is '90s because they haven't shown us the uh, the Halloween the costumes Halloween. yet, and that was yeah. the big thing in the in the early '90s was Halloween episodes. So, I think that's '90s next week. That's my guess. Well, what what type of uh, sitcom are you guys thinking for '90s? Because this one they were heavy on the growing pains and the Full House type of thing. I don't know, Roseanne. Roseanne was the only thing I could think of. Yeah, yeah. Because see. it's a little more gritty, and they could go on a little more gritty route with uh, the next one because she's losing control every day. Yeah. So that could like be Roseanne something. does in real life. Yeah. <laughs> good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Well, that was good. That was a fun episode. Yeah. So to everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed. We hope you have your own theories and ideas, and are excited about the implications of who could potentially show up on the show down the future is quicksilver going to be the only special guest what does this mean for all the previous marvel entities in film and tv and what's the future hold all from just wanda's messing around and trying to bring her popsicle back so this is trevor and we'll talk to you next time frog out (laughs) adios pedro